Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And a good Saturday morning to you. We're going to help uh, keep that uh, vehicle of yours running smoothly with the help we get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive with me here at the Minnesota State Fair, our broadcaster. Hi, Dan. Good to see you again. Good morning. Good to be here. It's been a whole year since you were out here. Well, that's that's uh, it goes by quickly, doesn't it? It's, Indeed, it does. It's actually frightening how quickly it goes by, <laughs> like everything else. Yeah. Uh, Lloyd's Automotive, not far from here. It's not. Yeah, we're just over on Grand Avenue, so we're kind of in my neighborhood, aren't we? Absolutely. Well, welcome to my neighborhood. We've come to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you have any kind of a car care question, you know Dan's helped us out here on CCO for about 25 years or so, uh, we've kind of lost count. But uh, call uh, in your question or text. A bunch of folks, Dan, have already sent uh, text messages. The number is the same. If you want to call in your uh, car care question, 651-989-9226. Same number applies to your text messages. Uh, It's been a busy time, I understand, at Lloyd's Automotive. Yeah, Lloyd's Really busy. Well, really busy, which is, uh, I'm not sure if it's surprising or not, but we were... Fortunate enough to have a, a record month this month in, in August, and uh, it's pretty exciting for me to be able to, uh, it, it's still fun to grow. Well, it's, that's, it's still fun to that's jump good over to hurdles, and, and, uh, but doesn't it doesn't come without a pretty special uh, staff and a pretty special client uh, base. Uh, it takes everybody and and a perfect orchestration for yeah. records to happen. As it's, you know, it, it, it's the pieces of the puzzle have to fall in, yeah, uh, into right. place. Now, yeah. uh, why do you suppose that is? I'm glad to hear that. But are people taking care of their vehicles and they know where to go to, to get a good job well done? But certainly. But are people being more aware of what their maintenance needs are? Well, I think I think it's that. And I also think that cars are so expensive yeah. and people believe that it's a major investment and it's worth maintaining. You have to maintain it because... Uh, they're just not replacing cars as often as they used to. And uh, people who do, and some people still buy a new car or, or lease a new car every yeah. two or three or four years. But somebody else <clears throat> takes that car, and, of course, the car needs to be maintained because it's going to go at least 200,000 miles. And so in that process, uh, there's lots of repairs that need to be done. Parents or parents and grandparents kind of helping the kids going off to college and maybe finding a new or used previously owned vehicle and they bring it in right for a checkup. You know, and and used cars are a hot commodity. They're, yeah, they are. They're uh, they're hard to come by. Good used cars, and that's another reason that people are keeping them up is that uh, the value of a used car is still pretty high, and so they're it, they're worth the investment. So, but yes, we are finding that parents and grandparents are helping their kids and grandkids get their cars ready to go back to school and of course even high school nowadays everybody all the kids have cars and yeah uh, how about so that? Th- that that's a dream for us when the family gets three or four or five cars in the fleet and pretty much one of them's there every week isn't that true oil change <laughs> yeah. or whatnot yeah, yeah you've absolutely. been through that you know what that is and still am yeah as a matter of fact yeah all right six five one nine eight nine nine two two six call it in uh, your car care question or send a text this came in earlier dan uh is electrical let's see if i can read this is electrical 
one of the more expensive repairs for a vehicle. Well, I don't, you know, that I don't think so. Uh, maybe it used to be harder and and uh, require. It probably still requires more training, but we have it and we're uh, able to do electrical. And uh, I think maybe now uh, we all prefer it. It's it's. Uh, in my opinion, better. It's clean, good, clean work, and and uh, I have equipment that helps me uh, figure things out. I so. was going to say that since you began in the business a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, the diagnostic tools have have really must have changed. Well, then, uh, you know, when I started, nobody knew what a voltmeter was, and and <laughs> uh, and now we can't practically can't do an oil change without one. So, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's gotten way more complicated, way more sophisticated, but in my opinion, it's really, really good. You know, when, when we think about what we expect of our cars for them to start at, at 40 below in the wintertime and, and we expect them to keep us cool as they go down the road at 100 degrees, uh, you know, uh, and the cars accomplish all that. They're, they are amazing, I think. And what would you recommend? I know we have to take a quick break here. As far as uh, tires, I was noticing because I look at, you know me, I, I'm always looking at the pressure on the tires because I have that thing. Well, on my you're you're like, a funny guy. I, I have, know. I have to little... talk you out of repairs. Like, <laughs> Denny, but, not, not yet. But, not but yet. you should. I mean, if, if you, you, I think it's good to know the, the cold uh, pressure uh, level of a tire. Right? Well. You, you know, the, the, combining the, the information of the, of the cold pressure on the tire itself and then the tire pressure on the uh, door jam itself, you know, com- yes. combining those things, knowing what they both are and, and coming up with a balance. It's on, a starting point. Anyway. On where you want your, t- your yeah. tire pressure and how you want it to feel. If you have a car care question, keep in mind Dan's going to be here only till about 745, so don't wait if you uh, want to call in your question for Dan or send a text. Same number applies, 651 651- Welcome back to the Minnesota State Fair and our car care show here on CCO. Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, helping you out by phone and by uh, text. Dan, we got a bunch of texts. We have a bunch of callers. So let's uh, put you back to work here, and then we're going to find out uh, where you guys are located at at Lloyd's. But Michelle, I think, is uh, first up here with a question on the phone. Michelle, thank you. What is your question for Dan? Hi, Dan. Um, I have a 2011 Subaru Outback with the um, CVT transmission, and I just recently had, I have a red brake light flashing, service engine light, a cruise light flashing, ABS, and all the reading I do tells me that's geared anywhere towards a loose gas cap to a catalytic converter. My question is, is it normal that, why do they have a red brake light affiliated with something that has nothing to do with the brake. <laughs> well, oftentimes when the check engine light comes on, which is the first place that your shop is going to look for a code to see what's going on, but oftentimes when the check engine light comes on, in the process of that, the computer decides to disable the uh, anti-lock brake system uh, in the process to just for safety purposes because... Uh, you know, the, the computer is not smart enough to know exactly what's going on. And so uh, s- safety will say, let's disable the anti-lock brake system. For example, if it's got a misfire or something, or if it has a transmission code or something like that, it will disable the brake system, the anti-lock brake system, just to be sure that uh, it's not going to operate uh, inaccurately. 
uh, no ABS is better than ABS at the wrong time. So mm. uh, that's why they do that. So uh, bring it in. Uh, it'll be a quick check to see what it is. And uh, in, the, in that process, they'll reset the check engine light, and that'll take care of all the other lights too. Then we imagine that Lloyd's Automotive is not far from where we sit now here at the fairgrounds. Where exactly are you guys located? We are on Grand Avenue, which is, you're right, it's not far from here. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at Lloyd's Automotive, L-L-O-Y-D-S, Lloyd'sAutomotive.net, or give us a call. We're not there this weekend because of the long holiday weekend, but uh, most Saturdays we're there at 651 228-1316. Very good. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Beth, I believe, is calling from Maple Grove, Minnesota, with a question. Hi, Beth. Hi, good morning. Morning. How can my we help question, you? My question is pretty simple. I own a 2009 Mazda 6. Um, it's due for a spark plug change at around 100,000 miles, and I've been quoted $717. Is that a fair quote? Well, you know, I don't have that information in front of me to see exactly what's involved to put spark plugs in. It seems on the high side to me, although uh, the spark plugs are expensive. Uh, to get spark plugs that go 100,000 miles, which, you know, they, they, yours have lasted that long, uh, they're pretty special plugs. So they're expensive. But uh, that, in my opinion, seems a little bit on the high side without looking it up. So what I would certainly encourage you to do is, is just call around and get a couple estimates. Every, anybody would be glad to give you an estimate. It only takes a minute to look it up. Uh, so I would encourage you to just check and, and uh, be sure that it's in the ballpark and, and, uh, and be sure that who's doing it is somebody that you like and respect. That's good points. All right, thank you, Beth. Good luck with that. Uh, let's go to Steve, who I think is still hanging in there from uh, Waconia. Steve, you're on with Dan. Yes, good morning. Um, I've got a 1989 Chevy 5.7 in an old pickup that uh, it sat for several years, and I started got it going the other day, and I've got a pretty good oil leak coming out of what I assume is the rear main. Um, if I put some uh, some of this stop leak stuff in the uh, uh, engine is that likely to seal that up, or am I going to have to replace the uh, that seal? And how big a job is that? Well, I wouldn't call. It, I wouldn't say that it's likely to seal it up. I I have seen that work, so it's certainly an inexpensive try. So if you want to, that's probably a good idea to try that first. Uh, if indeed the it does not work and the the leak continues from back there of course the rear main is be exactly between the engine and the transmission so they need to be separated and whichever is the least labor is is what we would do either remove the transmission probably we would remove the transmission or remove the engine and uh, and clean that all up put a new seal in and reassemble it and that's a big job either way so uh, you know the removing one of the major components like that is a full-day job, and and, uh, and that gets expensive. Dan, we have to take a quick uh, to our listeners that uh, Dan will be here with about uh, another 15 minutes or so. So call in or text in your uh, car care question, 651-989-9226. 
And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Wong here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Dan's going to be with us for about another, oh, I'd say eight minutes or so. So, Dan, let's uh, get to it. Kind of a lightning round uh, here this morning. Uh, let's get back to the phones. Eddie, I think, has been waiting there, Marine on St. Croix. Eddie, what is your question for Dan? Hey, guys. Um, I got two questions. One will be real quick. Uh, number one is nitrogen uh, in tires. I have a 2018 Forerunner. Um, it doesn't have nitrogen in the tires, and I do notice that there's a pretty good fluctuation in pressure. Is nitrogen going to be that much better than uh, than air? Well, it will have an effect on that uh, change in pressure. Whether okay. <laughs> we've debated this for years, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I don't I don't know how much I'd be willing to pay for nitrogen in my tires. Uh, if my car came with nitrogen in the tires, I'd probably feel good about it, but I. I don't know okay. if I if I would uh, do it after the fact. Okay, I, I can get free nitrogen, but uh, yeah. Okay, so that would well, then I would thing. do it for sure. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other the other thing is um, I'm embarking on a uh, on a trip to Afghanistan. I have to be off uh, Oconus for 330 days to be uh, income tax free, and my 2018 Forerunner is going to be parked in a pole barn. So my plan is, because there's a lot of mice that run through there, and they like to uh, to attack wires and so forth, I'm going to put it up on tall jack stands, take the tires off, and hopefully it'll prevent them, uh, the mice from getting into the into the engine department. Um, is there anything because it's going to be it's not going to be running for a minimum of 330 days? Um, what should I do to prepare the truck? Uh, to be put up like that. Yeah, uh, the the truck will be fine. <clears throat> I, I don't think you have to do too much for that at all. Excuse me. Maybe uh, maybe the one thing that you would have to do is do something with the battery. Probably take the battery uh, out of the vehicle and put the battery in a in a place where the uh, um, where it won't freeze. Uh, you know, put it someplace warm that's well ventilated. Uh, and and take care of the battery that way. <clears throat> what about the, the gas? Well, and the gas will be fine for a year or two. I mean, well, you could put some gas additive in there, some uh, stim gas Stabilizer. stabilizer yeah. yeah. So put some of that in the gas. But the mice are a really big deal. And boy, I don't know. I uh, if you have a known mouse problem in a building where you're putting a vehicle, I'm not sure I'd do that because <clears throat> mice. Uh, will get in the in the vehicle and expect especially for that amount of time they'll uh the smell that you get yeah. inside the vehicle will ap- will absolutely wreck it so um i don't know that that part if you got if you know you have a mouse problem i'm not sure i would do that you so. know dan as you we have mentioned in the past we've had uh, people write and call us about mouse magic yeah to put these packets all over the place right. mouse magic it's kind of like a peppermint smell and I put it in the engine compartment. I put it inside. <laughs> right. But you're right. Those mice can jump. Well, um, and you putting can... it up on jack stands, they'll crawl up those. Ad- <laughs> and you can't keep them out. That's no. my point is it's That's impossible true. to keep them out. So uh, that part would really scare me. So do a whole bunch of mouse prevention stuff yeah. uh, if that's where you end up landing with it because yeah. that's a really big deal. And more importantly. In fact, uh, I, Denny, just to finish that thought, I had a friend who had a very expensive sports car and uh, it actually totaled it. The, you know, the mice got into it, and they could never get you the smell out of it. You can't get that out. Yeah. Well, Eddie, be safe over there. Come back safely. And appreciate the call this morning. 
Brenda is calling from Plymouth. Uh, Brenda is probably going to be our last caller this morning. Hi, Brenda. Thanks for waiting. Morning. Thank you for taking my call. We have a 2007 GMC Yukon, and the um, uh, airbag light has been on for a while. But now the front driver's side seatbelt is not clicking. Those two things have nothing to do with each other, right? Right. And what causes the seatbelt to stop working? Do we just need to get a part ordered or what? Yeah. Uh, the, actually, the, they do have everything to do with each other. There is a sensor in the seatbelt receiver <clears throat> that senses when the seatbelt is buckled. It's part of the anti-lock brake system, and that's a common failure, actually. So they could very well be related. But, uh, yes, that <clears throat> seatbelt receiver can simply be replaced. It's sometimes a, compl- you know, a little bit complicated. The seat might have to be removed out of the vehicle or something like that, but it's... We do them all the time. It's uh, it, um, it you know it's a, it's not a huge deal, but but in that process, just ask them to to see you know what the what the uh, ABS light uh, is all or, or was it the uh, the the um, anti-lock or not the anti-lock brake the <laughs> airbag light. I'm sorry, uh, have them check the airbag light and see what that's about. And and uh, but they very much could be related. All right. Let's grab a text or two before you take your leave, Dan. Here's one that says, I have a 2003 uh, Silverado, 103,000 miles. Every morning when I start, the dash lights come on for about two seconds, then go out. After I drive two or three miles, they come back on. This happens every day. Yeah, you know, there's uh, certainly there's connections on the back that are a little finicky on those particular vehicles. And that dash assembly, all the gauges... Uh, is another area that we see problems. We quite frequently have to take that whole dash assembly out. They can be replaced with a new one, or sometimes it's more cost-effective to send the old one out and have it uh, have it repaired or, and rebuilt, and uh, and that works also. So, um, I th- but I, I think at any rate, the process is going to involve taking that instrument panel out and and seeing what's going on with it. There's a 2004 GMC Sierra. Every few days, the engine will start, then kill. I attempt to start it again about five times. Then it starts, runs fine for a few days, with the, and when the same thing happens. Try a different key. Ah. <clears throat> yeah, that, uh, you know, the security system that's built into the key uh, will sometimes cause problems like that. If that's not the case, then I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's in the security system itself, but... Sometimes it's in the steering column also, but but the easiest thing for you to do is just try a different key and see how that goes. All right. Uh, let's see. Where is this? We have a van. There's another storage question here. Uh, we have a van that rarely gets driven, and it's due for an oil change. Should we change it now before storage or in the spring? That's a good question, and I don't have a good answer. They're you both, don't? They're both good answers. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the one thought is let's get all of the... Uh, acidic-y stuff out of the oil and and uh, and have good clean oil when it when it's stored. Uh, that's a good answer. The other one is is uh, you know let's let's wait until we're ready to put it back on the road and and start with fresh clean oil that hasn't been sitting around for a long time. Uh, so I don't know. They're they're both good answers and and uh, do whichever feels best to you. Here's one I think I even even I know the answer to. Will losing your gas cap and not having your gas cap on potentially turn on your engine light. Yes, it will absolutely do that. But even bigger than that, as it rains and so Ooh. forth, and you get 
moisture in your gas tank. That causes big problems. So take care of that quickly. All right. You get that phone, will you? Yeah, I will. It might be somebody who wants Lloyd's. In fact, here's one before we take our leave. The boys at Lloyd's Tech says are the best. I've got 280,000 miles on my vehicle, and they've helped me maintain it always. National fact, the average ownership of the use of the car now 12 years. Thanks again for being there on Saturday mornings. Well, that comes, that's unsolicited from a yeah, listener. Thank, thank you for thank that. Thank you very much for that. And for those who want to get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's, how do we do that? Well, other than today, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right near the fairgrounds here. You can find us on the web at Lloyd's Automotive, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. We'll be back in the office on Tuesday. And you're going to be on the road. I know. Be safe where you're going, and we'll see you maybe back in the studio in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.